everybody, welcome back to Darth Der Skeleton's Art Academy. It's the series on Dr. Skeleton's Art School where we're watching all of the Star Wars movie in release order, not chronological order. Uh, screwed that up last week. But uh, we're back for the second week, for the second entry. We watched The Empire Strikes Back uh, this week. And we've got our, uh, our, our panel is here. Our Star Wars panel is here. Joined as always by Ben and... Atticus, how's it going, guys? I'm doing okay. great. <laughs> Sick. All right. Uh, so, oh, actually, and Atticus, we do have some some filling in for you today. Okay. We um, ended last week's uh, episode by ranking the the movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you need my ranking. I need your ranking really quick. So after seeing A New Hope, where would you where would you rank it out of uh, the movies we watch in the series so far. I've I gotta say number one. All right, nice, cool. I've got a Trello board going for each of us. And we're um, all. What is what was everyone else's ranking? Uh, it's, that's you can't. That's HIPAA. You can't ask about that without listening. Okay, I'll have yeah. to listen back. Uh, actually, I should probably share this with you guys. We'll figure that out because I don't want to like because you'll 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 want to look at them and all that. Okay. Um. But yeah, we watched Empire Strikes Back, episode five. What we think? How was it? Well, initial reactions. Uh, it was better I, than I, I spoiled last oh, time. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it. Uh, it made me think of a movie that I think is better, Blade Runner. And I'll talk about. Mm. I'll have a lot to say about Blade Runner today. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they used the same lenses to film it. They just like borrowed them. Or Pan- what do you mean? Panavision C series anamorphic. I looked it up because I thought I noticed it looked a lot different than New Hope, and yeah, uh, thought it was it looked like really really good. Um, sure, like compared to New Hope, and I looked into it and like yeah, a lot of like sci-fi stuff was shot on the yeah Panavision C series anamorphic, apparently, including Blade Runner. Mm. Um, okay, I did. I saw that. Uh... George Lucas did not direct this movie. Uh, right. I assumed that he did all the movies. Uh, I think this is the only one he didn't. So besides, I guess the. No, I think he didn't do the next one either. Oh really? Because I think I looked it up next, and I, and I was like, "Wait, did he do the last one too?" And he did do the last one, I think. What are you talking about? Anyway, no, the most. He did not do rec- the most recent ones. No, no, most recent one that we watched, aka the first movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, a new yeah, most recent one. Okay. Oh, gotcha. The most you. recent one to. I see. Me. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Atticus, <laughs> reactions before I we get. I, I spoiled my take a little bit, but what I don't know. Just pretty boring. Boring. Um, what happens really? It's just. Oh, I agree with that. To each other. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I, damn, I didn't. I didn't right. think it was as boring as when I watched it uh, last year. Uh, when I watched the first, I realized I I did watch the third movie, which is the sixth movie. Uh, I watched that <laughs> last year, like a couple months ago. Uh, but yeah, I, I I wrote a you know note. Do you to the, myself. do you know the names of the movies we've watched so far? Four, five, six, or four, just four. <laughs> <laughs> four and five. Those are not the names of the movies. Uh, Star Wars is number one. Wrong. And this one's Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you said it already. <laughs> I know that this one's got Darth Vader on the cover, on the. What was you the know, name whatever. of the the first one? Like the, they they retitled Star it Wars. I don't know. Well, they retitled it to number four, Star Wars four. 
Is Ben maintaining that he remembers it coming out originally and has always known it as <laughs> yeah, Yes. That has to be what's going on here. <laughs> well, I just can't keep up with every time they want to rename this thing. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to keep up. It is hard to keep up, even if it's, you know, I haven't been keeping up. I you said you were going to gonna earnestly try to remember people's names and stuff. Yeah, stuff. I did. Carrie Fisher. Uh, Not her Mark name. Hamill. Uh, Jar Jar <laughs> Binks, who we haven't <laughs> seen yet. <laughs> Do you not know the name of episode four? We just did it. Episode, I, I'm almost positive it was called Star Wars when it first, first came out. You're, you're right. So why would I know what the other the, name there's is? There's because it came out in like '77. <laughs> yeah, you and it was known renamed. It. It's always shortly. Been it's called been Star. Okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Ben. Ben. It's called <laughs> A New Hope, dude. <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay. All that right. doesn't make any sense. That's a terrible title saying, for the first movie. A New Hope? What hope did we have before? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Well, uh, yeah. But uh, I'm just saying that because, like, it, it gets a little complicated with, you know, the last one we watched, the next one, and previous one. We should start using more definite descriptions. And Okay. Uh, well, I did say number four. We're, number four. We're teaching you. But liked- what year do you think they renamed <laughs> Star Wars to... To number four? Well, I would guess that they renamed it to that at the same time that they renamed it to number four, which is when after number three came out and they decided to go back to number, or sorry, after number six came out and they decided to go back to number one. And I think that this movie came out in like 1980, the one that we just watched today, Empire Strikes Back. I think it came out in 1980 and I think I saw the next one came out like in 1982 or 1983. So my best guess is that they renamed it to The New Hope in, well, I guess eh. the, the, in <laughs> 1995, approximately, when the next Star Wars came out. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Uh, uh, yeah. It was, so it came out in 1977. The next movie came out in 1980. And A New Hope was uh, um star was renamed to a new hope in 1981 okay so there is uh, no excuse for you to know it i did but they, but they called it they they called it episode four at at the same time too like they they that's what this article says i don't know why though yeah well i think it was because i mean i, I think that was part of it that like you know george lucas was like think of it as like we're coming in halfway through the story or something like that you know and then everyone was like making huge fart noises around him. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not going to think of it that way because it's the first movie, you dingus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you thought it was boring. Yeah. It's mostly boring, but it's better than last time. And I'll say why, but I'm I'm reserving my opinion okay. until we get to it. I was loving it. It's the, I mean, it, it, not a hot take. Uh, people say this is the best Star Wars. I think it's like generally mm-hmm. considered the best Star Wars. And... Uh, I th- I can see why people say that. I think, yeah, I loved it. It was great. It was a good 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 time. Um, and also let's, let's quick character check. None of our characters have appeared. None of our like assigned characters, uh, have appeared. So we don't need to look out for that. So let's get into it. Um, I think this was this was the one I've seen the least of the original six. Uh, and it was like really because growing up, my favorite one was. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, I remember that was just a lot of fun for some reason. And uh, 
I don't know, you end up watching A New Hope a whole bunch of times, or at least I did for whatever reason. Um, so it was kind of fun to come in to this, uh, like relatively fresh, uh, and it was like, oh wow, it's been forever since I've actually watched this all the way through. And yeah, it was a good time. Um, yeah, so it was not directed by George Lucas, it was dire- directed by Irvin Kirshner, his professor. Um, and did you guys watch the, uh, like the behind the scene or the, like the little documentary on Disney plus, uh, about the movie? No, it's <laughs> an interview. It's like interviews with Irvin Kirshner, George Lucas, and, uh, John Williams. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. It's like 25 minutes. Um, it, I don't know how much insight it actually gives, but I had never heard Irvin Kirshner talk before. Um, and he sounds exactly like Ray Romano. And it's so funny to see him and George Lucas back to back talking because, uh, I don't know. It's really obvious which one of these guys is a natural born storyteller. And the other one's just kind of like a odd nerd. Um, and Gershner's like, I show up and they've got Yoda's head just sitting there and I'm freaking out. It's a little green head. And, uh, George Lucas is like, we wanted him to talk weird. <laughs> like That was just back to back, completely different vibes. But what Kirsten was George rules. Lucas too busy doing to direct this movie? He I'm was not saying it was the it. R- sure, but I, I I don't know what that means. So and the it, was he too busy? Okay, so he just was more having fun doing something else. Yeah, I think that's the case. Like he, yeah, and so it's interesting. He he self financed this movie, um, which is pretty cool. Like I think he he so he he got funding from somewhere to do Episode Four or you know New Hope, the first one. Um, but then, you know, there's some sort of story about him, like not whatever he gave up or he he didn't give up like the merchandising rights or something like that. And then like that ended up being like, and and then, and then whoever was like the distributor was like, yeah, whatever. That's, that's never going to go anywhere. And then of course that made him like fabulously wealthy. And then, so he was able to use like his own money to, to finance like the rest of the star Wars movies that he, he ended up making. Which uh, you know ensured a lot more of his his creative vision, right? Or you know his 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 uh, control over it. I just think it's interesting. Interesting. Shyamalan does the same thing. Uh, he self finances everything, and that's why he keeps making movies. And everyone is like, "What's going on with this guy?" It's because he just can. And uh, yeah, whatever. Interesting auteurs maybe to compare Shyamalan and Lucas. Alrighty. And uh, so let's start. We get the we get the opening crawl. Oh, and I'm gonna I'm last week I think I made an error by going like way too deep on the Wikipedia. I'm uh, cutting that down. I'm just going off Wikipedia. We're going back to the the real thing. Um, sure. It doesn't r- really matter all of the details of the plot. So uh, it's more about our reactions to it. But we do get the opening crawl, and it says it is a dark time for the rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters, led by Luke Skywalker, has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space. And now is Hoth time. Uh, Hoth's yeah. a co- pretty cool place. 
Yeah, I, I gotta say, I used to play. Uh, this was this is why I know a little bit of Star Wars stuff. You know, I used to play a uh, Star Wars uh, Battlefront on the PlayStation Two, or maybe it's like Star Wars Battlefront Two. Battlefront on PlayStation Two was two. huge. Yeah, and they had a Hoth place, and I remember like mm-hmm. Hoth thing. So like when I then I saw the movie, I was like, oh yeah, this is from the video game. Yeah. <laughs> Atticus, we played the shit out of Battlefront too. Yeah, they need to make a Star Wars Battlefront movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based on the game. Yeah, and the the recent Battlefront, they made, the recent Battlefront two is pretty good too. I thought it's so funny. Fun. I know. I'm sure this is a lot of ink. Podcast ink has been spilled on this <laughs> idea, but they made a game and they called it Star Wars Battlefront. And then they were like, "This did well. Let's make Star Wars Battlefront two. And then what? 10, 15 years later, they made Star Wars Battlefront again, and it did pretty well, so they decided to make Star Wars Battlefront 2 again. Yes. <laughs> so there's four Battlefront games, one called Star Wars Battlefront, and or no, two called Star Wars Battlefront, and two called Star Wars Battlefront 2. And they're not even like remakes of each other, no, right? Yeah, they're, they're just not like more no. Battlefront. We're like, there's the, there's the dumb Call of Duty stuff where they have made... Done the same, done the same thing where there's like several modern, modern warfare twos or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Star Wars guys. How do you play this? How do you play Star Wars? <laughs> if I <laughs> if, if I wanted to play Star Wars Battlefront two, which one of them is the closest to the original number two? If I wanted to play that, I believe it's. I I feel like I've played it on Steam within the last. T- 10 years last five years maybe i don't know the original one or the second two the original the original oh. second one can you get the original second one on a modern system that's not yes. a computer Steam. yes it's not it's not a computer what is it know. oh okay oh. okay i'll have to look into this that might that would be a game trip me up there that might be a game i would play I've also said this before in college, but another a remake game I would I would play is Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2004. Absolutely, never getting re released. That would be fun though. I, I, I would market for that. It. Yeah, the, the the video game remake the the remake market. They just did like Resident Evil 4 again. I feel like if they if EA went out and remade Battlefront 2, that could be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was huge. Like you could play as the Jedi, right? That was the one where you, yeah. Like I mean, it's mostly battlefield style. You, like you're the troops. Like, but then if you kill enough guys, you can switch over to Jedi can, mode. Yeah, but then you could also just go to Moss Eisley and just be any of the like hero hero battle. Which one's like, Moss? What's that? The Tatooine desert planet city. That's the one where they say, "This isn't the I guy like you're looking you. for." Oh, that's the same place, right? Yeah. Where they're talking to the stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am interested. I think I learned. I, now that I am saying this out loud, I don't even know if I said this last time, but like I probably did learn a fair bit of uh, Star Wars stuff from that. And so I feel like uh, as we get into the movies that I haven't seen, maybe I'll like the the numbers one, two, and three. Yeah. Then I'll recognize stuff that I learned from that game. Breaking news: You can play Star Wars Battlefront Two, the two thousand five game on xbox which kind of xbox xbox the, like one or xbox? xbox s whatever that is is xbox one the same thing as is it the oh. uh, the microsoft version of the ps5 
Yes. You know, what do they call it? The same generation? It's the same thing. Or same oh, generation. Oh, gotcha. No. Xbox Series S and X are contemporaneous with the PS5. Oh, and okay. Xbox One is contemporaneous with the PS4. So if I wanted to play... Okay, so I would get an... It'd probably buy an S would be the one that they'd still have in a store now. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to we look should, into this. We should, we should do like... <laughs> we should stream, stream Battlefront or something. You can play online now probably, right? Because I never had online when i was a kid so i just yeah, played same. double dual player or whatever split screen i'm not sure the state of the servers oh hmm. okay well just download just get the the new battlefront and we could all play that that's 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 real although that was confusing not Atticus and I was having a hard time with that. I gotta but. get an. Is an Xbox as expensive as? <laughs> these are good questions everybody wants to hear. Is an Xbox expensive as expensive as a PS5? You can get uh, no PS5. I think is the most expensive one, and then Xbox Series X is like. Why am I talking through this? I don't know, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much you're gonna care or retain this, but the, uh, the most expensive, most powerful is the PS5. And then like a, a little bit below that is the Xbox Series X, but it's basically as powerful as the PS5. And but Xbox also has like a more like budget like iPhone okay. SE version of, of of the same generation called the Xbox Series S. Oh, I just looked at okay, it's, yeah, it's 230 40 bucks. That's reasonable. That's, not bad. That's reasonable. I maybe would maybe maybe I'll get this. I got to take a note. Yeah. Enter code DARTHDER at checkout for your I don't know, for your Xbox. Um, so we've gotten one sentence into this. Uh, <laughs> Hoth is cool. Hoth I will is cool. admit. Snow. Somebody I don't like cold. the beginning. I don't like the beginning. Immediately returning to Luke Skywalker, the the worst character of all time. Hate that guy. I wish they and, and let's talk about this Yeti. Can can I say the Yeti thing? Can I talk so about the Yeti? the Yeti? I, I think okay. Luke is better in this movie. Way better. I was even more annoyed by him. We're going to disagree on this. Okay. Thing. I, I yeah. never hated this man as much as in this movie, which I guess is just compared to the one other movie, but I really hated him in this thing. <laughs> He's out on his, uh, uh, what do they call it? Ta- Tauntaun. Tauntaun, uh, which I couldn't de- decide if that's a good name or a bad name. Uh, like if I like that name or not, I'm, I'm still a little undecided, but, uh, Whatever he's out riding his Tauntaun thing, which is kind of cool because it looks like claymation when they the way they animated it or whatever. Like it looks like it yeah, should it's be on ro- robot chicken. Yeah, I like that. I don't want any uh, CGI stuff uh, if you can spare it. There, if there's less CGI bullshit in this one, I've noticed, but mm. there definitely still is some. I feel like they replaced certain shots entirely with new CGI, but yeah. it seems like they didn't do the thing where it's like. There's like CGI from the 90s and CGI from like 2010 in the same exact shot as a live action person, like in the first movie. Yeah, I think that there's one shot in in Cloud City where they have like the original like plate mm. of Leia standing in the window, but the whole environment around it Ugh. looks like fucking robots. Ugh. With, uh, um, that Hugh McGregor animated movie. Hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, tauntaun, okay. Yeah, Luke's Luke's out on this snow thing. He gets whacked by a yeti, and I'm thinking, good, get rid of this guy out of out of the picture. Take him out of the picture. He gets pulled into this, some yeti den. For, also, why why is it a yeti? That's not a real question, but like, why is it a yeti? You got Star Wars. You could come up with a better character. You didn't have to just make the yeti on Hoth. But it's a yeti. Pulls him into the den, and then he ties him up 
and he's ready to eat them. And then Luke does. Do you does... think Yetis are real? No, I'm not a. I'm not okay. a believer, particularly. Okay. This is uh, a different style of cryptid. Yeah, uh, but Luke does the Force thing and gets his lightsaber, <clears throat> and uh, and then he hits the Yeti and whacks off the Yeti's arm. Uh, and why didn't he just take him? Why didn't he just kill the Yeti? What an imbecile! I gotta say, this Luke Skywalker. And he took care of it. He ran out why, into the snow. No he could. He could have had a life. Whole, he could have had a whole ass den to himself. Maybe I'm pretty <laughs> that sure that is Luke true. Him leaving the to. den was a was a bad move. Yeah. He should have just holed up there until the next day. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean, okay. Maybe if the hero was was me, if it was a real badass hero like like Ben, maybe I would have uh, held the guy hostage or something like the Yeti hostage in the den and said, "I'm not gonna kill you because I'm a." I'm a badass hero, but I'm also gonna spare your life because I'm feeling good today. You need a holding hostage. Give me, oh, just just to hold up, hold up and tell. Yeah, because I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill gotcha. you. I'm uh, I'm uh, Sam Jackson at the end of Pulp Fiction. I'm not gonna kill you today. I'm in a good mood. You're gonna give me my. You're gonna take everything out of my wallet, but give me the wallet back. Uh, but I won't kill you. But Luke Skywalker doesn't care. This guy's saying Star Wars slurs all the time. He doesn't care about anybody except. For humans so like he should he should have just killed that guy if he wasn't a baby but he whacked his arm off and then he ran out into the snow and somehow didn't die yeah. Yeah. whatever and then everybody sends spends a bunch of time searching for him which is annoying and then it distracts from the only the actual cool part of hoth which is the the fight and uh, before that th- this is my annoying opinion of the day that will keep coming back uh i give this movie all the credit that I give it purely because uh, Carrie Fisher has a good uh, outfit on Hoth and a good hairdo. So I like sure. that part of Hoth as well. Yeah. I've, I mean, I, I I think Carrie Fisher rules in this movie. She really, you know, steps into the role here and knocks it out of the park. Harrison um, Ford's pretty good too. Like when they're acting dude, together, it's like, damn, just. These are the professionals. Get like rid of this Luke yes. Skywalker dude. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'll agree with that. I'm not going to defend Luke really much in this movie. I just think he's less annoying than in New Hope. Uh, but I, and but basically, I, I'm defend. I'll, I'll support the movie by just like separating him from everybody else for the most part. So he's not like getting in the way of like the like, absolute swag fest going on with harrison ford sure like oh my god dude yeah but whatever hoth is cool you know running running it i i like i like hoth because it's you know it's it's i mean i guess this is one thing i like about star wars is the sort of uh steampunk mindset of like we've got the technology to build big ass uh military hardware but we're gonna build Instead of building a tank, we're gonna build like an easily toppled yeah, walking big dog tank. style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a camel. Uh, yes, yeah, wild. Yeah, it's cool. That like that stuff. That yeah. stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, the whole yeah, the whole the whole fight's really cool. But like the other before- thing about this era of the movie or this portion of the movie is the Force Spirit. Yes, thing? I was just gonna bring that up. Why did they decide to do the same like aesthetic as? A hologram, which is an actual technology <laughs> in the film. Mm. 
That seems like a just a lazy or just stupid like thing to do. Or intentional and it's parallel and blah, blah, blah. I have no idea. That's good. I I don't know why I never thought of that though. It looks exactly the same. Looks like a hologram. Looks like that. Um It's and- like if the force FaceTimed you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh something I kind of forgot about this movie is like how much groundwork it lays for everything else, where like uh, I uh, forgot that like the force being able to move, you can move shit with the force isn't in the first movie. Uh, like the force ghost thing introduced in this movie, uh, like being able to like see the future and stuff that's in the, with the force. That's this movie too. Like it adds a whole bunch of like, uh, I don't know, rules and like powers yeah. and shit in here. Like you can jump really high with the force in this movie. Um, I, I was trying to think of the right word for that. I think that's, that's right. I like, there's part of me that wants to say that this is like a fan service movie, but I realize that like historically that's not correct because like you're saying they're just like laying the groundwork, but like it really does. And this is kind of why it's boring, a little boring to me. Like you're, you're right that it, it, it's like the most star Wars, star Wars movie. It's got all of the highlights that even I know about in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess, you might think that's you say that 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 makes it boring. I I like it because I don't know it it works. I do think this is I I did kind of struggle a little bit with like I don't know. We talked a lot last episode about like what it's about, like what like a New Hope is about, and I'm not really sure. And and like I guess like the Cold War maybe is like the first one, and then like the next one sounds like it's gonna be about uh like the Vietnam War. This one I'm like. What is this like a about about like what's going on? And I think ultimately, it smacks of psychology to me, which is you know, you're gonna, I think you two are gonna mark that in the negative column <laughs> about it. Uh, but I think this is about like going psychology mode and uh, maybe some like religion stuff too. But it's like a lot more character based um, thing. So yeah, we get to see uh, Force Ghost of Obi Wan telling him to go to. Dagobah to train as a Jedi Knight under the Jedi Master Yoda. Uh, Han discovers Luke, insulates him against the weather inside the deceased Tauntaun until they're rescued. Uh, the guy looking when when they're doing the rescue mission, um, Rogue Two is is is, is out there looking for him. Right? He's oh, like, I heard that. Two? Oh I yeah, that I was thinking to myself, oh, what's what's going to happen? I don't know, but I heard a word I recognize. Yeah, I I heard that. And I'm like, I I I feel that I've had a rogue too myself from time to time. It happens sometimes. Um, I think that the Han and Leia dynamic in this movie is is awesome only because Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher are swagged out, uh, mm. and otherwise it's like extremely creepy, um, and annoying. Um, but it works really well because uh, they're just yeah. extremely sick. Skywalker fans stay losing. With yeah, that. yeah. Imagine thinking Luke Skywalker's an awesome guy, and then going. I, can't, into that I literally movie cannot put and that. Senior, yeah. senior boy get cucked by Harrison Ford. Very funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, kissing your sister. Yeah, I feel like we just really, really needed to write that plot point out and not make them kiss or. Cross that possibility off if Dude. they kiss. Yes. I sorry. You locked yourself in a box where they can't be related. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I 
like I, I've been struggling with this. <laughs> I mean, like cannot figure this out because uh, I, I went through sort of like, okay, I ultimately think that I, I, I'm skeptical of the whole like George Lucas having everything mapped out and knowing everything what's going on before he was like making these. And I think he's, uh, my echoing, my computer says I'm echoing. Okay. I should have a computer. Okay, I'm skeptical of George Lucas like knowing exactly what's going on all the time. I'm pretty sure they're kind of making this up on the fly a little bit. I mean, Definitely. in that behind the scenes do- documentary, uh, George Lucas like basically admits as much. He's just like, "Well, shit. Um, I guess we killed Obi Wan, uh, but I wanted him to still be around, so um, I made the Force be able to. You could do Force Ghost stuff. Um, and it's like very, it's like it, it's on the fly type of stuff. Uh. But they did know when writing this movie, like they went through like a lot of drafts on it, I guess, but they knew Luke and Leia were siblings like uh, in this movie. You know, it wasn't just something that they like they they get to the third movie and they're like, oh, shit, you know what? Let's it was only there was one kiss and the one like, yeah, people are going to think that's kind of weird, but whatever. We'll make them siblings. But no, it was like they knew it in this. I mean, also weird. I don't know if you guys caught this later in the movie, but like after Luke gets his arm chopped off on uh, the fucking Cloud City and he's like back on the Millennium Falcon, uh, like he's laying in the bed and Leia's tending to him. She goes and like kisses him again. It's like a wide shot, but they ADR a line from Carrie Fisher over that to kind of make it look like she just kind of like says, I'll be right back to him or something instead of, like adding another kiss into it uh but like i don't know so they're they're they're, they're, they're ex- you're exactly right atticus like what's go- going on like are they are you you're you're snogging and you're or you're not snogging like, what come on there is no both yeah so we get this whole big large-scale attack on the rebel base the rebels evacuate um it looks like it, it, things seem like pretty cheerful, all things considered. Even though, like you know, every everyone's disbanding and everything, but like Luke's just like whoa, lo- lo- loading up in the lo- loading up the car and getting out of there. Uh, Han and Leia escape. We're gliding out of your R two. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Han and Leia escape with C three PO. C three PO, by the way, he gets my bitch of the movie award. Uh, he's. He's way worse in this movie than he was in New Hope. I don't know what the heck is going on with the like. I'm trying to. I was trying to think of other movies where, like, I just hate characters as strongly as I do as in Star Wars. So, like, what other movies am I this annoyed by? Like, do I hate somebody in Lord of the Rings that much? I don't think there's like just like an annoying guy who gets a bunch of screen time in. Uh, Lord of the Rings that isn't it like would be kind of confusing as like a screenwriter that everyone's like oh we love your annoying character C-3PO but we hate your annoying character Jar Jar <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah but yeah but Hanalea escape with C-3PO and Chewbacca aboard the Millennium, Millennium Falcon but the ship's hyperdrive malfunctions uh, and that that's kind of I like that part I like I like that of this movie where like the the hyperdrive doesn't work so we can't just jump to hyperspace all the time they got to figure this out uh, they hide in the asteroid field um, and uh, you know they go inside the asteroid turns out they're in a big a big worm that's fun um, they get out of there and uh, Vader summons several bounty hunters including Boba Fett to find the Falcon um, 
I'm just saying Falcon now because everyone says it Falcon in the movie. Although, I don't know. I would say I would say Falcon in my my day to day. I like what they did with Vader in this movie. They made him. I think Shiny. they made him a lot scarier than in the first movie. Um, more imposing. They shined um, his helmet a lot. I feel like they shined that shit up. Yeah. yeah. They shined his little bald head too. Yeah. Oh my god! When he's in his cubicle, uh, the it's clam. His little he's in, oyster shell. He's his little clam. Um, What's he doing I wanted there? to, like, when he's got the like he the helmet, busy? like being removed or putting back on. I really want to like edit the scene of uh, Tom Hanks and Elvis going, "He's white." <laughs> it's like what, he what just sounds Tom- like James Earl Jones. Why is he <laughs> white guy under there? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you think uh, uh, Darth Vader's doing in there in his little clam? Is he getting that suit off and getting busy or depression depressurized? He's he's moisturizing. He's in his mm-hmm. lane. Yeah. Thriving. I mean he put the he put the suit on before he closed the clam. So he's doing something business like in there. Yeah. Does it does he like yeah, do you think he like bathes? Does he shower in that? Does he sleep in that? These are the I questions look that like we were curious about, not the whole like what was what was he like as a kid? He does the thing in that he does the thing from that uh Daniel Kalua black mirror episode where he just he's got a bed and then the lights turn on and they show him galactic empire ads or whatever and he has to get tokens (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize that was daniel that was the first time i uh, saw that guy must have been nice um but so oh yeah he can do force choke through the phone now that's like that's a new thing (laughs) yeah yeah He's he's killing people over over Zoom. Zoom. Um pretty sick. Um and uh I guess I'm not really sure why the Empire didn't just nuke the the uh the rebel base from orbit. Like I don't know why they everybody got down on got got down there and fired at the base. Like I feel like you just did you see that did you see that really big spaceship? But you notice how big that that Star Destroyer is? They've got like the regular Star Destroyers. Yeah. And then they've got like Something that must have been bigger than the Death Star. I think they did the scale thing really The scale cool. like, stuff is confusing. Yeah, like later on when they do the, the the asteroid belt thing and they're like land, you know, dodging asteroids and then they're suddenly like zooming along the surface of like a really big asteroid. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. But like that really big spaceship was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the uh, Spaceballs like opening thing where they're... Yes. <laughs> goes on forever yeah zoe has requested that we end the series by watching space balls sure maybe i, I was expecting should we throw it into the order or just at the end oh maybe maybe we should watch it in release order yeah okay wow that was seamlessly integrated into the series it's gonna be star wars plus <laughs> space balls <laughs> um uh, oh, I just want to. We'll go back to Rogue Two really quick. That when they were like fighting the the, the guys on on Hoth, uh, like Rogue Two's flying around, and he just has a bloody nose, and it made me curious. Like, what did you do in the fight? In like you're you're like a a, a fighter jet. Like, I feel like it's pretty binary whether you're like alive or dead. You're either totally fine or you're dead. What did he do to get in a minor skirmish in the spaceship to just get a bloody nose? I don't know. Uh, but they got KKK stormtroopers now. Like they look uh, scary now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after they get out of the space worm, Han and Leia, they uh, 
run into the the same Imperial fleet, and they they, they like swoop around the back of it. Wait, wait, wait. Explosion. Sorry, I, I got to say yeah. about the I I didn't I I lost where we were. They just left the space worm thing, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Before that, this is I got to call out. This is the best part of the movie for me. I already uh I already said Carrie Fisher's got a good good hairdo and a good uh good hoth fit. Uh and I think the best the best shot in the movie is when she's alone in the front of the Millennium Falcon, like in the cockpit thing or whatever. Yeah. And she's all alone and they've got all of like the lit up uh like LED panel stuff uh behind her. And I thought this is this is just like the much better, in my opinion, movie Blade Runner. And she looks just like uh Rachel hmm. from Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah. Very I can similar see that. Very similar fit, very similar hairstyle. Sure. When did Blade Runner come out? 84? Like three years later. I looked that up afterwards, like 1983, I think. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it. this is a like a beautiful movie. Like I, I like the, the lighting on it. I was surprised. Like I'm not really used to seeing these like older movies have this like really soft light. Like I think usually they were... Uh, kind of leaning on like hard light for the most part um, mm-hmm. back then, but they were doing a t- like ton of soft light throughout this. And it just, it looks amazing. Um, and as, like, especially in the, the showdown room on cloud city later on, um, like, like the, the color and all of it, it's looks amazing. Oh, the rebel base on Hoth, the, I don't know. Yeah. So many of these I- iconic, uh scenes look yeah amazing. i like it though when it's just the humans it's the yeah. swagged out humans That's what I'm saying. Yeah. in front of the tech and you don't have you know uh jar jar binks running around in the background or whatever or the robots That's right get c3po out of my face no fun yeah i thought you were a, a 3po stan well i like him better than r2d2 that guy that guy really stinks <laughs> <laughs> on Oh, ridiculous! We love who 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 doesn't like R two D two. I said it last episode. Don't like R two D two. Get out of here. Annoying. Doesn't do anything. Just beep beep all the time. Crazy take to have. <laughs> all right. Um, Could they, easily uh, do without him. He deserved to be with Luke Skywalker on Yoda planet. It really was good. It was nice when they were separate because like all the bad characters over here, all the good <laughs> characters over here. I, I enjoyed that. Fair. Fair. Okay, but I like how they the they the hyperdrive still broken. They 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 sneak away from the Imperials by like just hiding on the back of their car, um, just resting mm-hmm. out of view. I guess they have like one window. And that was kind of an interesting realization that like you only see out of like the the windshield, yeah. the Star Destroyer, and it's like as big as a city. Um, otherwise, they're like shit. Where the fuck is anything? Yeah, um, seems weird. Seems like you should have a rear view oversight mirror. Yeah, there's also like other ships around too. They should be like, hey, you've got like a a guy. Don't you have like the equivalent of like a tugboat out there too? Like little guys that are just constantly floating around you, like inspecting. Yeah, just tie fighters having patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they travel to Cloud City on the planet Bespin, and you see them get followed though. You see them get followed by by old Boba Fett. Yeah, who I understand people like really like Boba Fett. I don't care about Boba Fett. Doesn't do he doesn't. Do, I like do Boba Fett. Much. 
I know people do generally. Sure. He's a fan favorite. Sure. Um, I guess he's got he's got like a cool costume. He's got a cool voice. I don't like cool a ship. ship. I don't like a ship. I don't like oh, how you don't like the ship? everybody's always flying in Star Wars in general, everybody's always flying ships in a way that doesn't make sense to me. Like when they're flying the Millennium Falcon, like uh on its side. Or to me it seems like it's on its side, you know? Rather than like You think it should mm. be hot dog style not hamburger style no i think they should be flying hamburger style they are but flying hamburger style no 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 but there's some scenes where they're flipping over hot dog style and i'm like, so like, fit get, through like something? Fit through, yeah no no not just to fit there were a couple scenes where they're just cruising along in outer space hot dog style and i was like that's messed up well they do like turns and stuff they they they, they no, make them I, look I, like planes i know ben, did you lay down I know for that. a while to watch <laughs> No, it's tipping his head. To make I know, I know what you're talking. about. orientation. I know what you're talking about. They definitely were flying hot dog style. No need for it for a while. No, don't. I don't like that. And I don't like, but I especially don't like Boba Fett's thing. Turn, turn your ass a different direction, Boba Fett. You can't. You you shouldn't be flying. You know, flat side into the wind. I mean, I know there's not wind in outer space, but you shouldn't That's be flying that direction. Make your thing appear to be flying like you would expect an aerodynamic thing to be flying. <laughs> L-take. L-take. No. Also, you're going to hit more crap that way, you know? It's space. There's not crap out there. Head There's a lot to... of crap. Asteroid field. That's a big part of the movie. And they're coming had... out of the crap. They're literally coming out of the, okay. the butt managed to avoid of it. the he's shit. He's doing just fine. He's got it. Sorry. If you head over to the Wikipedia article, there is some deleted scenes and one of them is Wampa's Infiltrate Echo Base. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that ended up being cut. <laughs> was that like before everything? Or just kind of like something that was going on? Because um, that's the Yeti guy, right? The Wampa? I think so. I don't know. When it <laughs> he comes back like an armless Wampa. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What the fuck? Where's my arm? Give my arm back. Yeah. Uh, so they get to Bespin, which is governed by Han's old friend, Lando the Mando Calswagian. Holy shit. Billy D. Williams, the absolute like man. Not you don't like you don't yeah, like Lando? Fan. No, annoying. Are you fucking What's kidding cool me? about him? Why is everyone like he's so cool? What is yeah. cool about him? Between Lando and Han, there's like twenty two inches of hog, I gotta say. Like it's amazing. It's so sick. A little worm, coward. Yeah. Gets he, him all in trouble. Nah. He's no. swagged. Belongs in the in the Wizard of Oz world. He looks like he's whatever they call that place. The Wizard of Oz place. Oz? Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not the that's not the worst comparison. Like he's kind of like yeah, he's kinda of like he's got a cape. Yeah, I don't like the cape. <laughs> I don't like the cape. I don't like how he's I, I just don't like his attitude. <laughs> No, uh, not a not a fan. He just and I don't like his town. That's a big part. That's the biggest part of it. I don't like Star Star City, whatever Cloud City. Cloud City. No thanks. That's stupid. Like that was so City. stupid. Cloud City reminds me of like Mario, like a Mario world where it's like, oh yeah, this is this is the ocean. This is ocean level, and this is cloud level, and this is Earth level. It, it, I, do, I do wonder fit. what they it's call just, the other you, cities on Bespin. Yeah, you just. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta have show some land. You just go down to land, something like that. Don't be floating around. That's messed up. You just hate like the like like where it's it's science fiction fantasy. We can do anything. One is like, why would you? 
Why would you do something ridiculous? No, exactly. Why, why, why would you? If you could imagine anything you want. it looks dope. If you could imagine anything you want, why would you imagine something stupid? <laughs> it looks so bad in that scene when they like added it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really heartbreak. Like, I, I love the way it looked, the way they did it originally. Yeah. And then you have that one scene where it looks like, yeah, the Garbo. Um, I loved it. I love the design of everything in Cloud City. I love Lando, his vibe. But Fett tracks them, Boba Fett tracks them to Cloud City, and Vader forces Lando to surrender the group to the Empire, knowing Luke will come to their aid. So, quick summary of plot. Uh, for this crew of characters, all that happens is they get attacked on Hoth, they fly around, fly in a worm, go to Cloud City, run away from Cloud City, right? Correct. Yeah. I, I I know you. Well, I mean, you Han gets frozen in carbonite. Sure, but, uh, and if they you summarize it, just relationship. Like, you can make any plot sound boring, but I don't think you have to try on very hard. With <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. I'm not a fan. So we now we're watching this, we're like, wow, a lot happens in this movie, and you two are saying like nothing happens in this movie. It's fan service. It's I, I'll just keep going back to calling. What it is fan that? Service. that? Fan service is like when it you're just... like when you make like a horny. Like you, you, you get horny for a character. That's what that is. That's what you're doing by liking this movie. You're you're horny for Luke Skywalker over here and R two D two. No, <laughs> we're not even talking about that. It's fan service. If there's not a, it's basically fan service. If there's not like, a, you know, like in in a movie like this, if there's not like a a plot and there's not like really that compelling like uh, of. It's just world building, really. That's that's what why you're I think saying it's is boring. like okay, if the movie's bad. Then the plot's gonna be bad. I just disagree. It it's like world, it's compelling it, stuff. But it's just world building. That's why it's bad, boring, and it's bad. not just world building. But, but like you've been saying, every everything you like about it is like, oh, they, you know, uh, explain how the force works, and you find out. I'm not that saying you that's can, why I like about what what, what I like about it. I'm but there's they not do some of that in. They do a lot of that in here. <laughs> the parts that I'm liking about it is that Lando and Han are swagged out to the max, dude. Well, I mean, I disagree on that part about Lando. Not a fan of Lando. And I'm only a fan of Han and Carrie Fisher together. But I got to say, later on in the movie, they messed up Carrie Fisher's uh, hairstyle. You know, she's got like the braids wrapped around her head, sort of like Rachel in uh, in uh, Blade Runner. But then they do this weird thing where they like take the, she's got like the braid loops and then they like flip them down off of her head. So she looks like a basset hound with like huge hairy ears. <laughs> Not a fan of that. I hated that. Yeah. She's uh, real short, apparently. In real life, yeah. I, I mean, mean I you look. Know. You mean see her walking around next to like uh, Han and Lando. Let's see how how tall is Harrison Ford. Let me know when you find out. Atticus put F- a whoa, not that, not not. I mean, he's not a short guy, but he. I would have guessed. Just guess what his height is. Uh, five nine. Oh, I mean, that's not what I, I would have guessed that he was like. You know, like six five or something like that. You know, but he's five. Okay, maybe like six three. That scene when he was dunking was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe like six three or something like that. He's five ten and three quarters, according to celeb. This says he's six one. No, that says that celebheights.com says his peak height was six feet and one half inch. Well, yeah, he's 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 an old man now. He's not <laughs> yeah, be... okay, that's true, that's true. But I would have thought he was movie, taller. I would have thought he was he's... taller. Okay, he is tall. Carrie Fisher's five one. That's short. That's yeah, very short. That's 
Yeah. Yeah. Little, little, uh, little, little Leia, they say. Anyway. Um, Truly. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like there was like weird little guys somewhere in this, like uh, on Cloud City. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, there are but, the little elf guys. Yeah. Which I don't like their characters. They're, they're just the elves who trash stuff. Just bring the, bring the minions back. Put some minions yeah. on that place. Minions are good characters. Yeah. George Lucas loves little little guys. He like puts a lot of little guys in his stuff. Yeah, put them in a you told me last time that R2 D2 is a guy, right? I mean yeah. a guy's playing. There's R2-D2. a guy eating R2 D2. Yeah. And I kept thinking I kept imagining that while I was watching the movie last night, just imagining the guy every time R2 D2 was on screen in there and then just thinking to myself, how's he <laughs> how's he getting around? <laughs> How's I'm he not doing sure that? <laughs> why there's a guy in him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess like you want some sometimes like the thing to spin around, but couldn't you just like I feel like whenever his like helmet's spinning around, it's like it's kind of in a close up and where you can just like have that be like the puppet part of it. Um, and it's like, is he driving it? Is yeah, I why? feel like maybe that's the practical thing. Is they needed somebody? Is, to are drive there like him? little pedals in it? He's like, how is he driving it? Like is it a little motorized thing? You have like you have like remote controls at this point. You don't need a guy in R two D two. I mean, I'm I'm glad the guy got work, but it seems like you guy could you could have figured that out. It figured it out for the next guy we'll talk about. Um, we're gonna go Wait, head over to J. Uh, can I, can I say one more thing about uh C three PO? I was imagining him yeah. as a guy too, and I gotta say he's very thin. Like C three PO is very thin. How that guy fit in that, you know? I mean, he's got thin, really thin legs and arms. That's impressive. Let me just look a picture, look up a picture of him. A little salamander type guy. Question. I don't know. Oh, do you know what this? Speaking of like guys being inside stuff, uh, did you notice that James Earl Jones not in the end credits? Or yes. Or not in like them. The, they, they, they credit David Prowse as like the guy in the suit instead of James Earl Jones, yep. which is kind of wild. It was like I don't want to not give David Prowse credit for like the physical acting but like let's be honest about what makes Darth Vader yeah James Earl Jones was eaten in this movie like he was like he had a lot of sick lines like probably the best Vader movie is this one and crazy that they're like yeah David Prowse was Vader nah yeah nah saw the back of that guy's head that's it which I don't even like. Do you think that was David Prowse, his head in that? Probably. Why wouldn't you use his head? I feel like you just use like a puppet instead of like fucking up a guy's noggin. I don't know. But he's uh, he moves. He, you know, he's got a. He takes that, the helmet or he puts the helmet uh, on. Fair. Then they probably did. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they maybe they just put James Earl Jones in just for that part, <laughs> and then just put a bunch of plaster on the like back of his makeup. Head. On, yeah. yeah. David, whatever this other guy's name is, what's his name? David Prowse. I think so. Yeah. No, he's he's uh, doesn't want to be seen on screen. Only in the suit. Guess not. Yeah. But let's head off to Dagobah, which yeah. um, you shouldn't be able to say that. Gotta say, <laughs> it's not a. You got again. You're building a sci-fi universe. Why? Why are all these names always a little too iffy? Why are you? Why are you making names with a root word that are you know slurs and stuff like that? You could make anything you want, and apparently you keep wanting to make up, you know, weird ass names like that. Yeah, 
people always showing showing up with uh, knives to gunfights on this planet, I believe. Mm. Isn't that the line? Something like that. Um, but uh, speaking of Dagobah, uh, and like the, the whole like Force Ghost thing earlier, so like Alec Guinness appears to Luke, and he's like, Luke, go to Dagobah to receive training from Yoda. And Luke is like, Dagobah, what the heck? And so this is a, is a funny continuation of uh, like them just not being able to like get the pronunciation straight on on their weird bullshit that they come up with. Uh, Alec Guinness says Dago, Dagobah, and, or he says Dagobah, and Luke's like, Dagobah. But they're supposed to be in conversation. Why would you just repeat it back incorrectly to each other? Anyway. Can you imagine yeah. being Qui-Gon Jinn watching this movie? And you hear Obi-Wan that's like, you gotta go to Dagobah to receive training from my master, Master Yoda. Yeah, look, the fuck am I? Chop liver? Yeah. We um, bonded, guy. What, what's we that? bonded. What's that mean? What's am I gonna we'll, find we'll, out what we'll this meet, means? We'll meet Obi Wan's master later in the series. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also okay. Dagobah. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit later. Okay, so meanwhile, Luke travels with R two D two and his X Wing fighter to Dagobah, where he crash lands. He meets Yoda, a diminutive creature who reluctantly accepts him as his Jedi apprentice after conferring with Obi-Wan's spirit. So we meet Yoda in the swamp here. Uh, very weird little guy, um, obviously. And uh, loved, I, I, I'm loving Yoda. I was prepared to be annoyed by Yoda because I feel like I maybe used to be annoyed by Yoda or something in this, but uh, I was having a great time. Like little the, the Muppet looks amazing. I think that... Uh, it like very earnestly was a really remarkable feat that they pulled off with that. Like all the facial expressions and everything that they, they did with that really cool. Like they made him quite the character. And, um, uh, the, the thing that, uh, George Lucas says in the behind the scenes about the way that Yoda talks were like, um, honestly did kind of make sense to me, but, uh, they were saying like, he's going to be saying like a lot of kind of, philosophical platitudes throughout the movie and uh like if we're gonna have 20 minutes of that kind of thing in here you kind of want it to sound more interesting than just uh fortune cookie sounding stuff and so they made him talk like that so you kind of had to i don't know you're 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 thinking about it more (laughs) lucas literally said he like consulted with psychologists on this movie for a couple of different things like uh the whole uh vader uh luke relationship uh he's like i talked to psychologists about this <laughs> very funny i heard but, like one good criticism of this before or like just thinking about yoda is that uh he's also trying to troll luke and trying to like get his goat to see if he like can get him to lose his temper and um like that that's kind of explains why he's being a little you know Kind of like that, and it really makes it unexplainable why Yoda just is that way in the prequels. Like he's not, you know, he's supposed to be like elderly, maybe lost his mind a little bit in the isolation, and he's trying to annoy Luke. But in the prequels, no, nope, he's just fully like living his life, going to bed in like a city, comfortably eating well, yeah, and talking like that. <laughs> and also, I think there was recently, like, not that this like affects the original movie really, but like. It's just funny. Uh, I didn't watch it, but what, what, like Book of Boba Fett or like one of those like recent like new shows has uh, another Yoda person in it. Yaddle. 
we know about Yaddle, like the gr- girl. girl Yoda? Yeah. yeah. Girl Yoda. And apparently she talks normal. And so the revelation is kind of like, Yoda is just doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It's not like the, what the they they do. He's just doing that. And all okay. So as far as like yeah, losing your mind and uh, an isolation or something, um, it's kind of funny to think. Even though we haven't watched the prequels yet, but I've seen them, and you can't separate that. Is that uh, it's only been like twenty years since the prequels, really? And like you know, I don't know. If I was in isolation for twenty years, I would probably go crazy. But I talk uh, like this. <laughs> but he's also like eight hundred years old. Yoda or like you know he's yeah. super like it's he's it's it's not really like me going through 20 years of isolation he should he can kind of just sort of sit this one out um and so we do get a lot of well we'll get to that so well you're ignoring the trauma of watching what you know what I mean like he spent 800 years essentially building living at the top of his little little order uh, order yeah and yeah. then everything came down pretty, pretty fucking hard. Pretty, yeah, that's true. And okay, I guess we'll get into it now because this is a good, a good, good time to talk about it. But um, the Jedi bullshit does kick up in this a lot. Like we get a lot of the philosophy of the Jedi in this, and um, or like kind of we just kind of get these, yeah, sort of like platitudes throughout it, but. They, we get the feeling that there's like these really we've get they've got these rules that the Jedi have, um, and it's it's like what there's 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 good and there's bad there's good and there's evil, and I guess it's kind of hard to tell which is which, but like you can't be do do, do we get them talking about like you know you gotta it, avoid your feelings or something like that in this one, um, I know they do that a lot in the prequels, but hmm. like I feel like Yoda's I don't know. He's throwing some. There's some. There's some. There's there's some bullshit in this. Like the whole like uh, uh, don't go at, don't go after your friends to save them. Like you know you're gonna be yeah. you gotta abandon your friends. Like Luke was right to ignore the uh, Yoda and Obi Wan there. Like that was that was the move. Um, you can't be like if if your if your Jedi bullshit tells you that you shouldn't go after to try to try to help your friends like that, then you know, fuck your fuck Pay your no rules. Mind. Yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, Luke is. I like how I want to talk about Luke's overlanding rig that he uh, pulls up to Dagobah in and has like all of his glamping gear. He's got the Yeti cooler. He's got he's he packed that X-wing absolutely full oh to the God. max. Yeah, he dumped like you know thirty five k into his Tacoma basically to <laughs> <laughs> show up to a campsite. Um, but yeah. Oh, I also remember. This was, as a kid watching this for the first this movie for the first time, you know I hated Luke after New Hope, but I saw him do a flip over that log, and I was like, gotta respect him. But then I'm watching it this time, and I'm like, definitely a stunt double. You don't even see his face. What's that about? But then I also read that Luke did all or Mark Hamill did all of his stunts except for one where he like flies through a window in Cloud City. Um, but that's also silly because like why would you? Why wouldn't you use a stunt double for the log flip? I doubt him. I doubt Mark Hamill did the flip. I also, say. oh my god, all the stunts on Cloud City look bad. Do they? Like, oh, I guess I'm thinking of like the falling through the tunnels. Like, oh, the, this is the, the big slide. slide. The, yeah, the big water slide. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
So he meets Yoda, a diminutive creature who reluctantly accepts him as his Jedi apprentice after conferring with Obi-Wan's spirit. Yoda, Yoda trains Luke to master the light side of the Force and resist negative emotions that will seduce him to the dark side as they did Vader. <sighs> Luke struggles to control his anger and impulsiveness and fails to comprehend the nature and power of the Force until he witnesses Yoda use it to telekinetically lift the X-Wing from the swamp. So yeah, so that's the Jedi bullshit that we're talking about. Like the, like, don't, don't, Real don't have feelings. Hour. Yeah. And um, whatever. And like, you, like, wouldn't you do something? You have like 20 years in your swamp. You, like, everything fucking fell apart. And you have 20 years in the swamp to think about like, damn, our like most promising Jedi, really powerful Jedi, like, uh, ended up like go- going to the dark side here ended up like being seduced by the dark side of the forest like is there anything i could have done differently there's there's at no point any reflection it seems like from yoda or obi-wan about like it also doesn't seem like they're biding their time to do anything they're like no luke don't go now well i guess they're like you got to finish your training we just have to like do a couple more reps on duolingo or something yeah it's like that's the big plan Like this is your guy. This is why you like gave up the Clone Wars is and all that because it's like oh there's gonna be another one, and it's gonna be like that's gonna restore the balance to the Force. It's gonna be this like Luke Skywalker guy. Is it? Yeah, lame. Um, okay, so yeah, seduce him to the dark side as they did Vader, and this is another reason I'm like pointing to like I think they're just making this shit up as they go along, um, where they talk about uh Luke. Or they, sorry, they talk about Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader as as like different people entirely, right? Um, and uh, like they and, and and more than that, they say, you know, Luke, Darth Vader killed your father, Anakin Skywalker, and I feel like they just they 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 didn't have that figured out in the beginning. They they didn't realize that Darth Vader was going to be Luke's father from the beginning. Otherwise, it would have written something a little like, uh, I don't know, a little bit more ambiguous that like you would, the audience would be led to believe that like, uh, you know, oh, um, you know, Darth Vader really, or like we lost, we lost, oh, we lost Anakin to, to Darth Vader. We, uh, you know, Darth Vader really did a number on your dad kind of thing. Like, instead of just saying like, there's this, this other guy who came out of nowhere and like fucking got your dad, dude. Um, and it's only for the dramatic reveal there. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, fake, fake drama that way. But Luke has a premonition of Han and Leia in pain, and despite Obi Wan and Leota's protestations, he abandons his training to rescue them. Although Obi Wan believes Luke is their only hope, Yoda asserts that there is another. Cryptically, what's that about? Hmm. hmm. Might start a Gamergate about that in the future. Right? That's who they're talking about, right? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, no, okay. they're talking about Leia. They're talking about her? Yeah. I thought they are talking about the, the the whatever, you know, 2010 person. Okay, whatever. I'll get to Pretty it. Pretty sure. I, that, I guess I, I I don't think they literally say, like, there is another <laughs> Leia. They do. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that she could do anything. Okay, whatever. They're siblings. Well, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I never really understood, but what is, what's she going to do about it? Just because they're siblings, she can do something too? Luke's not doing much. Yeah, but that's why they got to try again or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's, it, it is, it is kind of weak. It's like, this like is, this, they've got the fate of the, the universe like riding on this guy and they just kind of 
have them do a few push-ups and then they're like, well, don't go. Okay, well, oh, well, I'll try another. Well, well, let's go (laughs) round two later on. Yeah. I hate the hereditary stuff. That's why it I'm sucks. A, I'm a it's Han, bad. Han Solo guy. You know? Yes, I agree. This guy got no no pedigree. He better not. Yeah, that hopefully you don't ruin that for me and tell me that he does. But he's secretly the king of fucking whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, Han yeah. stays stays winning. Speaking of which, Leia confesses her love for him to Han before Le- Vader freezes him in the carbonite to test whether the process will satisfy will safely imprison Luke. Which the- so th- this is my understanding. Uh, maybe I'm just misremembering or confusing it with something, but I think the one little bit of Star Wars lore that I I've heard before is that they did this because they didn't know if Harrison Ford would sign his contract for the next movie. Is that right? Yeah, it seems like I'm not sure how much of this is apocryphal or not, but yeah, that's kind of the idea. They they signed uh carrie fisher and mark hamill to three picture deals but han uh, harrison ford only signed a two picture deal and um mm. y- you know there is i don't know how much is just heightened for the the, the drama over like well imagine what could have happened but it was you know maybe han or uh, harrison ford was saying you know you should kill my character off you should you know get, wasn't get he always saying shit like that like kill me off i feel like that's a rumor too that he maybe was always Indiana telling Jones the writers to everything. get Gonna, to get uh, Han Solo killed, yeah, maybe that's just part of the yeah the marketing the, or the PR for stuff. Mm. I don't know. It's like you're lucky to have me type of thing, and I mean, true, truly, you were lucky to get Harrison Ford. Um, but I I really liked you know like uh, Han and Chewie talking before uh, Han gets frozen. Like that was that that was touching. Like Chewie getting upset about that. Like murking like eight stormtroopers. Um, while still in handcuffs. And then the uh, uh, Leia saying, I love you. And Han going, I know. Legendary swag. Very Why sick. does he say I know? Why doesn't he say I love you too? Because he's just got the sauce, dude. It's just the it's way not that... cool. Don't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I think that like... He's got the worst energy. I don't know. He's like cool, but also like it's not good that he's cool. I don't know. You know right. what I mean? That's like... the... I, 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 ag- I agree. I think that like... It, it probably poisoned generations of nerds to think this is how, like, you're supposed to act or something. Or, like, like been thinking, like, oh, this this is a way that you can act or this works somehow. And uh, it absolutely doesn't. It's, you know, yeah, it's poisonous behavior to be like this. And it's only because, you know, Harrison Ford has swag. <laughs> and it's a movie is that it works. But, it, like, it works in the fiction of this movie. And, you, like, you can absolutely cannot be acting like Han Solo in real life. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, but yeah, the, the the that blue showdown room looks extremely sick. Um, so Han does survive the frozen carbonite thing and is, he's given to Fett, who intends to collect his bounty from Jabba the Hutt. Uh, so, and Lando frees Leia and Chewbacca, but they are too late to stop Boba Fett's escape. The group fights its way back to the Falcon and flees the city. Luke arrives and engages Vader in a lightsaber duel over the city's central air shaft. And this is a sick lightsaber fight. Big upgrade from New Hope here. Um, I think it, we eventually, some might argue we go too far in, in Star Wars. Eventually the, the sword fights get a little, little too ridiculous. But this is a, good, this is a really good showdown here. Um, I really enjoyed Luke absolutely fucking up the quick time event when uh, 
Darth Vader's like force throwing yeah. like debris at him and he like just completely doesn't press X at the right time and just keeps getting hit in the back by the, the debris. Gets Would I be out of line to say that it doesn't look like Darth Vader could lift his arms above his head? The uh, Darth McCain over here. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree. I agree. Like the shoulder, shoulder looks a little pads. awkward. Yeah, does look a little awkward. Bad suit design for mobility. Bad, uh, not a very accessible suit design, perhaps. But uh, they, they they duel over the central air shaft, and Luke, or sorry, Vader over, ooh, big old big old burp. Vader overwhelms Luke, severing his right hand and separating him from his lightsaber. He urges Luke to embrace the dark side and help him destroy his master, the Emperor, so they may rule the galaxy together. Oh, yeah, that was another thing that got introduced uh, in this movie is the Emperor. We see the Emperor for the first time. Yeah. He wasn't in the other ones. Luke refuses, citing Obi-Wan's claim that Vader killed his father, prompting Vader to reveal that he is Luke's father. Desperate. Luke drops into the air shaft and he's ejected beneath the floating city, latching onto an antenna. Yeah, just baby, but I, I would have stuck around for the con. You know, you gotta stick around for the conversation a little. Let bit me more hear you at out. That point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you, you know, we're in a weird situation. Can you say more? I wouldn't immediately jump to. I'm gonna, you know, basically. Well, you thought potentially was- commit suicide yeah. off of this. It's like wait. What? Why are you going to take his word for it so strongly anyway? Right. Without any more questions? Yeah. And that was the part that George Lucas said he consulted a psychologist about. He said that he's like, oh, and the little kids are going to be either traumatized by finding out that Darth Vader, the most evil man in the galaxy, is Luke, their favorite character's hero. (laughs) Or they'll just think that he is lying because he's a big time evil guy. Um, And great. Maybe. Thank you, psychology for that yeah another <laughs> great contribution from those folks <laughs> nailed it you guys yeah um and i, I I'm, I'm i'm intrigued I, I feel like there's got to be some sort of like comics or uh novels that ex- that explored this thing where they're like okay i think i think we can all agree probably that the, like this the sith way of doing things is toxic like the bad guy like the emperor the empire well actually maybe just the empire way of doing things is bad but i also think that the jedi mo is borked as well i wonder what it would be like there was a if andrew yang we, third way yes the forward party shows up and it's like what if the father and son could actually like have a relationship and like what would it be like if if they did overthrow the emperor um or you know such important questions (laughs) but i don't know i I guess i don't know what 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 i'm saying here is uh it's not a particularly like seductive proposition that darth vader like lays out there no Um, or it's like oh we like overpower the emperor and like rule the galaxy like what is like it would be more interesting if there was a you know, a more enticing offer right like uh they're like he's, he's like i've realized, like this shit is 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 very fucked um you know like the empire's bad but you know what you rebels aren't good either which you know like wouldn't be necessarily i didn't i wouldn't agree politically with something like that but you know it would be the offer is just let's rule the galaxy together 
whatever. So yeah, well, yeah, he, uh, you're just some guy to me. You know, you said yeah. you're my dad. That's <laughs> this is weird. You know, this is a weird request. You got to lure yeah. me in with something a little more normal first. Like this is this what is why Yoda was worried that I was going to get seduced by. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 he is somebody to worry about. He did join up with Obi Wan instantly and did join the rebels instantly. Fair uh, in the last yeah. movie, um, and now it's like. Dude, we can't let you go to see Darth Vader. You just say yes to everybody, dude. My aunt and uncle are just charred in front of me. Yeah. I guess I'll join. So Luke drops into the air shaft and is ejected beneath the floating city, latching onto an antenna. He reaches out through the force to Leia. Kind of editorializing there, I think. But Leia does pick up on uh, Luke. And the Falcon returns to rescue him. TIE fighters pursue the group, which is almost captured by Vader's Star Destroyer until R2-D2 reactivates the Falcon's hyperdrive, allowing them to escape. And so, yeah, they're on the uh, the ship. They're on the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Luke is, like, recovering there on the bed, and that's where there's that line that they removed. Um, or they, they added the line, because I'm pretty sure Leia kisses Luke again there, like real, <laughs> so like a peck on the lips kind of thing. But they added a line, so it's like, oh, no, she was talking to him. He, she wasn't kissing him. And they fixed his hand, like, right away, which was, you know, not that big of an issue, I guess. And uh, I just have another comment here that just says, this is lit so well. All of the all of the lighting and everything looks like all the interior scenes. Um, the people look amazing. Um, Luke, Leia, C-3PO, and R2-D2 observe as Lando and Chewbacca depart on the Falcon to find Han. And that's uh, where we get the end credits without James Earl Jones, at least not a, not up top, like not where, like maybe he appears later on, but very strange. Yep. So yeah, I think this one is excellent. I think that uh, it's it's got it's it's max of psychology, it's max of religion with the good and the bad and the the the, the force and all that type of stuff. Um, not reading a lot of like political parallels, really. I don't think, at least not. I mean, like you could just read like you know the the conflict, just fighting war is kind of political. But besides that, that's what you get. Um, and uh, the score again, first first movie where we get the Imperial March. We didn't get it last movie, and yeah, John Williams. That part was good. Yeah, uh, Lucas says he's self aware. He seems to be self aware that uh. Yeah, he just goes to John Williams and asks him to save the movie for him. And so he does. He comes up with very, very good-ass music. Um, yeah, I loved it. Sounds like you guys are not that hot on it. But let's rank them, huh? How does this compare? Start with uh, Atticus. How does this compare to uh, 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 New Hope? You mean Star Wars? Um, <laughs> I think I'd... Um, oof. I might go New Hope, then Empire Strikes Back. Fair enough. Ben? I'll say the first one is better, and this is number two. Okay. I'm putting Empire Strikes Back ahead of New Hope. Okay. This is uh this was a really good time for me. I'm 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 trying to go through the rest of the movies in my head, and I'm thinking this is probably this is probably the best one. Which is uh, you know, lukewarm take. Everyone says that. Except you two. Except us. Except you two. The nice. Not uh, afraid to tell the thinkers. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. We go our own way. Ooh. Forward. That's right. Yeah. Forward. <laughs> wearing um, the math. Wearing the math cap. 
all around <laughs> Star Wars galaxy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Globe yeah. emoji. What's that guy doing? Twitter handle. Star Wars. He's still running for a president, right? He's doing it again? I don't know, but probably, right? There's something. Running for something. Who are the globe emojis of the Star Wars universe? You know, the people who are like, okay, you're not really, I guess you're, 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 you're not maybe like part of the empire, but you're like, uh, you're like a weirdo sort of supporter of empire-ish things. You're just kind of a fair weather fan of whoever's doing the best. Jabba, I bet, right? I guess. He'll work with whoever. But he doesn't seem like more of like an opportunist. But he wouldn't he wouldn't have a globe emoji in his Twitter handle. I feel like you might see a, some of those those folks in like Andor, but it seems like uh the Imperials are like you, you, you there's not like just a like academic Imperials who are yeah. like on the outside of things. They're what about just, you're either just like in it or out of it. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. We don't need to hear from the global emojis. Yeah. They probably exist on some of those planets, but why would they be in the movie? Atticus, you watched the Obi-Wan show, right? Yeah. And you said that Obi-Wan and Vader meet up a few times in it. They do. They fight. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I kind of wonder, like, the meeting between Obi-Wan and Vader and New Hope is... In context of the rest of like the movies, is like insanely climactic, right? Like it's yeah, uh, really, really like is whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, whatever. We, no, we learned that 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 Obi Wan trains Anakin, um, and all of that. Uh, in in, in this movie, you know, it's like Obi Wan used to be, and used to be my my Padawan or whatever the fuck. And uh, there's, it's weird in retrospect. It's it's kind of anticlimactic when uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader meet up in New Hope. Um, there's not like a a flicker of recognition in Obi Wan's face about it. he's he's like um, this I'm just gonna, a guy. Yeah, I'm gonna get you, Darth. He's just the villain, right? He call he calls him Darth, which is just like that's the Sith for Mister. That's not even like his name. That's yeah. just the honorific. All right, Darth, let's go. Um, and I mean, whatever. I guess that one of the. I, I'm just gonna keep struggling with this throughout the rest of the series that we watch. This is that like I just need to come to the uh, peace with the fact that the shit was not planned. It wasn't planned. They're just making it up, um, and it just is just gonna not hit really that that hard. But uh, you know, it probably should have been really climactic if it was planned out. It it, it would have been like, dude. Why are you like? Why is he talking about Darth? Wouldn't he say you? And I and I, and I wonder about uh, the Obi Wan show because maybe some of that helps. Like, um, do they have that? Do they do they run into each other and they and does Obi Wan talk to Darth Vader? Yeah. as Like, I feel like they talk. Yeah. Anakin, what are you? What are you? What are you, what doing, are you doing, dude? I feel like things would be helped a lot by um, starting your story. Either planning it all. I mean, okay, so here's the thing: from what you've talked about before in production stuff, like the behind the scenes stuff, they didn't know they were going to make anything was going to work right until the first, you know, until they made it, and they didn't think they were going to barely make the holding it together. One. They didn't know they were going to make the third one, so that you know. But if you're going to do stuff like this, just 
go from the beginning and tell your story instead of like starting from the middle and patching things together and like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this? Like, no, it wouldn't be cooler than this because you didn't set that up. Just does anything <laughs> else do that? I mean, I mean, it kind of. Uh, well, that's that's. I mean, I guess they they, they did. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien like wrote the Hobbit kind of thing. Did a, a bit of a prequel there, but um, I mean, it, it it is like a. It's a weirdo. George Lucas is like weirdo storytelling thing that is that that became super successful, kind of incidentally, like it wasn't. I don't know. I, I, I just I just don't know where to file George Lucas away. Like, is he this visionary director? Like, kind of. Um, he like has all of these thoughts and feelings about different things and like strong visions for effects in particular and like making the world in certain ways. But he tells stories in a, like a very weird way, and it seems like it it, it doesn't give him enough credit to say that these work really well because it's on, on accident. Um, I don't know if it, is it because that uh, you have just these amazing collaborators that are going to like make this compelling kind of no matter what and kind of make up for maybe some of the defects in the, in the story and you have enough of the bones there to kind of get it over the line. But then just like you put John Williams underneath it and you put Harrison Ford on screen and you're like, this is magical and it rules. Um, or like, is that, is that not giving George Lucas enough credit or too much credit? I'm not really sure. He's like a, he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy to pin down. And like, it seems hard to deny. So like, some of the decisions he's he's made, like the whole like self funding thing, like and the the effects, the Lucasfilm and um, ILM, all of that stuff. He seems like he he like knows what he's doing on for basically all parts of this. But then there's just like yeah, weird other parts. I don't know. Is it like he's super he's hyper competent in so many areas except for s- storytelling that you kind of are filling in I'm filling in the gaps in my head a little bit there it's like oh yeah he's he's good at that too or I don't know what it's a weird character that George Lucas my giving him too much I I, I Kirshner I meant to talk about this at the top Ben he directed never say never again or whatever that one or the the Bond movie what a, what was that one huh what's the yeah never say never again oh that's the one that's the it's the, the non the, the fake one the non-Eon yeah. one. It's the last time that Connery. Sean Connery played Bond, right? Yeah. It's basically a remake of Thunderball. Ah, really? Yep. I was reading the, I was reading the, the Wikipedia plot summary this morning, and I was like, I don't remember this at all. And so we didn't it was watch not it. the one that we watch it. Yeah. yeah. You've seen it, though, probably. Yeah. Do you like it? No. Uh, hmm. There you have it. I do like Irvin Kirshner, though. Just like listening to him talk, he's the man. All right, folks, I think that's the last that we need to talk about uh, for this uh, episode of The Empire Strikes Back. Next week, we are going to be watching The Return, or what is it? Yeah, Return of the Jedi, episode nine. No, six. Yep. (laughs) Oh, there it is. I see. Okay, cool. Folks, thanks for listening to Darth Skeleton's Art Academy. Have a good week.